Hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my esteemed colleague, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Dalal. Phil, great to be with you again on a fine winter's eve. It, it is a fine winter's eve. Uh, the Denver area expected to get a few inches of snow tonight. That's right, a winter wonderland. You, you have to be ready, be prepared. Okay. Uh, but we are, unfortunately, once again, uh, talking about a Broncos loss. But we're happy to be at Breckenridge Brewery's Farm Home here in Littleton off of uh, Santa Fe and Brewery Lane. Brewery Lane. People like how we say that word, Phil. Brewery. That's right. That's, it's one syllable. One syllable. Really. Yeah, if you think about it. Uh, Eric, I guess we can just dive in and talk a little bit about the, uh, the game a little bit. The Broncos lost 23-10. to 10. Uh, as we're talking about the game, if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. If you leave a comment, uh, our uh, podcast uh, tryouter for supervisor, Ben Swanson, that's I think his official title. That's his title. He's tryouter. been working toward it. Uh, he'll forward that. Uh, I should also mention that Amanda Gerlach is here. She is here. Uh, helping us get this uh, whole production on the air. Got to get the podcast so, Gerlacht and loaded. Gerlach. That was nice. That was really nice. I think we embarrassed her. Yeah. Uh, so please leave a comment, and uh, we'll answer that because we know what we're talking about. Up here. We do. So, uh, but Eric, I, I don't know if disappointing is the right word to say. Uh, frustrating. Uh, how would you describe the uh, the loss to Carolina? Yeah, it was the first time this season, Phil, where the Broncos really were not competitive, and. Uh, I think that's unfortunate because it also, I think you could argue, was the worst football team the Broncos will play all season. Yeah. That's not a shot. Well, I guess it's a little bit of a shot. But that it's is not, a shot. It's just kind of a fact, right? Yeah. I mean, this Panthers team was 3-8. and eight. They were on their third different starting quarterback of the year. They have fired their coach. They are not playing for a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. And yet, Phil, so they didn't just win this game. They really they kind of dominated it. And... All year we've seen the Broncos play hard. We've seen them come up just short. And this to me is a, a real turning point um, because obviously the playoffs are out of the question now. You know, even if you get to 9-8, and eight, which would seem miraculous, I think, uh, it's probably not going to be enough. So you finally reach that point where I can shut down my playoff simulator for the, the season. Simulator, yeah. It's always kind of a sad the day Broncos, for me. The uh, Broncos' power bill will uh, decrease Yeah, greatly. it goes right Monthly back bill. down goes down in half really <laughs> exactly i think yeah. takes a lot of power yeah the simulator um but what i will say is that uh all year we've seen the broncos fight and yesterday for whatever reason it was not a close game it was uh not. russell wilson i thought had some interesting comments where he said every play has to matter all four quarters have to matter which to me stood out as him saying we've got to play hard we got to play hard the whole game um, and so, like I said, a turning point here. Do the Broncos get back to playing close competitive football? Um, and even though the season is, is lost, can they still play for pride? Or is this the start of a trend where the Broncos start playing some uncompetitive football games? Yeah, and the, the bad thing for the Broncos is that the level of opponent is going up dramatically here uh, over, over the next couple of weeks. So uh, a tough situation for the Broncos. Uh, if you look at the offense, Really, not much to talk about there. The field goal came after a, uh, a special teams error. 
uh, and they weren't able to score a touchdown. They had to settle for a field goal there, and then the touchdown at the end of the game was just sort of cleanup time. Yeah. So the Broncos, uh, I mean, Russell Wilson uh, just not putting up a lot of yards. Uh, the completion percentage, it wasn't there. It, it seemed like whatever boost they got from the Clint Kubiak uh, switch at play caller the week prior, that didn't continue into this week. Well, and let's be clear, last week it resulted in what? Six, 16, what was it, 16 points. points, I think it's the I mean, Raiders. That's, yeah. that's not. But it looked better, at least, for a little it bit. It looked better for a little bit for the first half, I think. Um, the Broncos are still struggling coming out of halftime. They scripted plays this week. It still did not yeah, work did very you think well. About that? I think it showed an ability or an, a, a desire to change things up and see what can happen. Teams do that. I guess Kyle Shanahan does that. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Um, it didn't work for the Broncos. No. And so, and too many times they're putting themselves in bad situations, you know, to start the start the game, the first drive they had, they're backed up at the four-yard line or somewhere inside the five there. I mean, it was not um, – you're not putting yourself in a position to succeed. But you're right, Phil, the offense, the rest of the year it has to be all about how do we get Russell Wilson back to the player that we know he can be. I know you and I both read an article by Bill Barnwell today yeah, on ESPN.com. Um, you know, I don't necessarily agree with every single point he had, but, but certainly well-researched dove into what Russell's doing well, what he's not doing well, how to get him back to playing well, and that has to be the number one priority moving toward next season because I know there's a lot of chatter online about you know his contract and, and options moving forward. Russell Wilson's going to be here next year, and so uh, as he should be. you know, He's a, a nine-time Pro Bowler, deserves a chance to figure this out, but the Broncos have to figure out a way to get him going. That has to be the number one priority the rest of the year. Yeah, most definitely. He just, for whatever reason, has never looked like the Russell Wilson that we've all come uh, accustomed to seeing when he was in Seattle. You know, he just hasn't, maybe like a, for a play or two here, or maybe a drive here or there, but he's not just looked like the guy that we thought uh, we were getting uh, when the Broncos made this trade. Uh, you mentioned the special teams, uh, Eric. Just yep. not very good yesterday. Brandon McManus missed a field goal. Uh, backed up in a lot of situations that just uh, don't let the offense get off on the right foot. Uh, Fumbled on a kickoff return. Fumble on a kickoff return. It was not a, uh, a good day all around for the uh, Broncos special teams. No, I mean, they've struggled this year. There's no doubt about that. And um, I think we said this maybe Thursday during our preview show, Phil, is the Broncos, or maybe it was the, the uh, you know, our preview show, our preview video that we do. One ready of these, for kickoff. One of these times. Please. Sorry. It's ready for kickoff. Ready for kickoff. Um, the Broncos don't have the margin for error right now to be making mistakes on special teams. Uh, yep. So that's coming back to hurt them. The defense, Phil, was also not particularly good yesterday. I mean, yeah. for the second consecutive week now, I believe they've had a 100-yard rusher and a 100-yard receiver against them. So clearly there's some things they need to figure out there. Uh, this was not – yesterday's loss, at least, was not solely on the offense. The defense, as Justin Simmons put it, if you can't stop the run and you can't stop explosive plays, you're not going to win football games. And the Broncos didn't do either one of those things. Yeah, we talked in, on our Ready for Kickoff show about how will Pastor Tan bounce back. And I uh, – I, I would say that uh, it seemed like for a while there, Sam Darnold was targeting him a little bit or at least just sort of testing him or, or wanting to get the ball to DJ Moore 
maybe more so. But uh, it does seem like sometimes when the Broncos play zone defense, they have a hard time handing off uh, explosive guys who are running through the zones. And uh, that was really surprising to me, Eric, because this was the number one red zone defense in the NFL, and uh, they gave up two red zone touchdowns yesterday. Yeah, and listen, again, they ran the ball well, which when you're doing that, it makes it hard to stop an opposing team's passing game because they're in third and short a lot, or they don't get to third down. The Broncos did not have a pass rush. They did not have a sack yesterday. Um, And it didn't feel to me like Darnold got hit all that much either. And so, again, it's going to be hard for any cornerback. You know, it wasn't the Sertan play, but there's a play where Darnold, I think early in the game, Darnold had a ton of time to find a guy. He's got to cover for a long and, time. Uh, yeah, when you're asking corners or safeties to cover for that long, it's not going to work well. I mean, we've heard George Payton say many times it's a rush and cover league. Those things go hand in hand. The Broncos don't have Randy Gregory right now. Uh, Baron Browning, we have not seen the same output from him as he's come back from injury. And really, these guys are just, I think, trying to find their way a little bit without Bradley Chubb. Draymond Jones has not had a sack since that Jacksonville game before the bye. I mean, all these guys are are trying to figure things out right now. Yeah, I think that uh, Nathaniel Hackett put it a good way. He said, look, those young guys are doing everything they can. But sometimes uh, it's just not good. Like sometimes the talent or the uh, experience level, the combination of those things, just not quite good enough to get things done at a consistent level in the NFL. Uh, And it's really hard when they're running the ball, like you said, uh, Eric, uh, uh, the foreman had a, a big day against the, the Broncos yesterday, and uh, when you're an edge rusher and they're running the ball like that, it can become very difficult because you don't, you can kind of get caught coming inside a little bit too much. Uh, it seemed like uh, the Panthers were able to really just do whatever they wanted, though. Yeah, and I thought you know Justin Simmons has said this before: nobody cares. Yeah, you know the Broncos have injuries. Broncos have had lost close games with the exception of yesterday and as Justin Simmons put it nobody cares yeah if the opposing team is going to keep coming at the Broncos they're going to keep it, trying to test them if it works you just if, keep if it works you're going to keep doing it and the Baltimore yeah. Ravens have no sympathy for the Denver Broncos they're no, going to they try don't. to earn a win this weekend the Kansas City Chiefs certainly coming in in a couple weeks are going to feel the same way and it's every week the Broncos now have a test and they've the Kansas City Chiefs uh, they have a they have some good running backs they have a new running back Melvin Gordon Melvin Gordon with the Kansas City Chiefs. Could what do you be, think about that? Could be spicy. Could be spicy. Adds to the allure of that game, though. Well, I'm sure when the schedule makers, my they dear knew. personal friends, they knew. when they put this Chiefs-Broncos game on the calendar for week 14, I'm sure they thought it would be for... Melvin Gordon uh, return, well, yeah. returns to the I'm sure they thought it, there would be playoff implications. I'm sure they thought it would be for... You know, maybe the the lead in the AFC West. Broncos right now, uh, they might be trying to avoid double-digit losses. Yes, at this point, yes. Uh, we've been talking, oh, well, what, what's going to happen with that game? It does seem like just the way the schedule looks, like uh, more likely than not it'll stay, in our opinion. But who knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't have a good sense of it one way or another. I believe it has to be decided tomorrow. by tomorrow. That's why, we, so, that's why I brought it up. Um, We'll know soon enough that if that stays in as Sunday Night Football or gets flexed out. But some other good games on the schedule. Yes. If it does stay, it's probably just because Patty Patrick Mahomes. Showtime. Exactly. Uh, Eric, our friend Brandon Walker wants to know, what are we drinking tonight? Phil, I am drinking a Hop Peak 
IPA. A hot peak, and I believe I'm drinking a, a juicy drop. Juice drop. A juice drop, I think. It's a juicy juice drop. Are you going to attend the Horseshoe Holiday Market? Uh, that's coming up here at uh, at the farm home, right? Yep, that's what it looks like. December 3rd and 4th. That's this weekend. Wow. Yeah. I, of course, will not be here. I'll be in Baltimore. You'll be in Baltimore. But you'll but be, be here. behind to host uh, Broncos Post Game Live. You can shop from more than 40 vendors for the holidays. That includes uh, Neutral Zone stickers, nice I think. Market. I heard that. I heard that, Eric. Uh, Phil, I believe Brandon Phil, Walker. speaking of shop. Oh, that's a nice transition. Uh, you like yeah, how I did that? Yeah, tee it up. Phil, we have an exciting opportunity. Yes. Kind of a thrilling opportunity. We've never done this on the show We before. have never done anything never like done, this. this. is. We used to give out stickers, Phil. This is sort of big. This, this is, is big time. This is a, worth at least two stickers. And it's more official and it's more real. It's more, it's more real and you will maybe be it's, sent this. It's more real. Phil, people can go to denverbroncos.com. Slash podcasts, po- plural. We like to talk about Broncos podcasts, not but this, this is time. not this, this is time. Serious podcasts. DenverBroncos.com. DenverBroncos.com slash podcasts slash with an S slash neutral zone slash neutral zone. And when you go there, you're gonna have a chance to enter to win a one hundred dollar gift card to the team store to the Broncos team store. So again, Denver, nice. DenverBroncos.com slash podcasts slash neutral zone. You go there, you enter a form. You fill it out. You can win one hundred dollars to the Broncos team store. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. Very real. Please run. Run. Go there now. Stop what you're doing. Turn this off and go. Go there now. Go do it. Go there now. Well, you could have two windows open. New tab. New tab. Second screen. What what would you buy at the team store? I was going to say, how many times do our DMs just get hit up? Hey, uh, where did you get that polo? I got this at the Broncos team store. Yeah. Or like, hey, where did that player get that hoodie? Yeah. The Broncos, Broncos, team, Broncos store. team store. So you could just be like uh, Pat Sertan with his cool hoodie. Yeah, you could get a you could get Broncos a jersey. I know you, Greg Dulcich, of course, is your favorite and most That's interesting true, player on the team, which I think he's, actually kind of turned out to be he's sort of my rather, hair idol. Rather true. You could get a Greg Dulcich jersey yeah. at the team store. So we'll mention it again later in the show. But DenverBroncos.com/slash/podcasts/slash/neutralzone. Yeah. It'll make a nice holiday gift. Yeah. Maybe That's your true. kid wants a nice something, you know? And you'll have a chance to win. Boom. Bring it in for the holidays. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Blair wants to know what's going on with Sartan. The, we've, our friend Blair? Our friend Blair, yeah. Wow. We've kind of talked about that a little bit, but have you noticed anything different from him? I think he's just – I think he's pressing a little bit. Certainly that happened in the Raiders game. Um it seemed to me like he does not have an interception this season. No, so. it seemed to me, especially on the long pass to DJ Moore, that he looked like he had it kind of under control. He looked back. He looked back, and at the same time, Moore created some separation. Yeah, and it it, it did not see. You know, one of the things people say about right. Pat Sertan is he never panics. It didn't Either. really look like he was panicking. It didn't no. look like he was beat. He was in good position. The ball and then, just dropped right in. And there. then yeah, he he didn't time it quite right. And there was yeah. visible frustration. He kind of put yeah. his hands on his helmet. Uh, I think he jumped up in the air. So, yeah, it's been a tough couple of weeks from him. I think I saw somewhere, I don't know if it was on uh, Twitter or if it was on ESPN's Monday Night Football Countdown, but they said, hey, listen, we're going to give Pat Sertan the benefit of the doubt. Good corners get beat sometimes. Um, so, you know, it's certainly possible it impacts sure. his all-pro uh, yeah. status. He was not among the top 
10 vote-getters at cornerback for the Pro Bowl. That surprised me. That was very surprising. Certainly, but that's just uh, certainly early he's a, voting. Just right? fan voting, yeah. Fan voting. Um, but, yeah, Pat Sertan, tough couple of weeks. It's been a tough couple of weeks for everybody. I agree. Uh, but I do think that this defense has not generated a lot of takeaways. And I think that when you're in that situation, you, you tend to start pressing a little bit. Well, Particularly Sertan. He does not have an interception this season. So well, and, there, and like we mentioned sense. earlier, not a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Yep. So uh, it's getting a little bit difficult. He, he did have a nice pass breakup, I think, on another third down. Yeah. He had a good tackle. Yeah. Um, on a third down. So it's not like he just had the worst game of all time, but certainly we're used to excellence and wasn't perfection. quite at that level. We're yeah. on perfection. Okay, Lane Roussel says, is Clint Kubiak going to keep calling plays? Sounds like that's the plan for now, yeah. Very I interesting. Mean, it is. It just shows you, Phil, that people, you know, they were up in arms. They said Nathaniel Hackett's got to get rid of play calling duties. They've got to give it up. Uh, he's got to let somebody else call plays. It's not a magic uh, potion here. Things don't get fixed overnight, so just. It, it was interesting, though, after the game, it wasn't made 100% clear if Kubiak was going to still call the plays, though. Yeah. I did you Is that reading too much into it? I think so. I, I was a little confused by that question. Oh, got it. It was almost like they didn't know that Hackett had already given up play calling. Okay, got it. I yeah. think, yeah. I was not there. That's how, I, that's how I read it. I was kind of like, that's an interesting question. Uh, there's a commenter on here called Laszlo. I mean, who who else would call the plays? Go back to Hackett? Go back to Hackett, I think. Or give Justin Allen a try. Justin Allen himself said last week that that doesn't make sense. Yeah. He said we can't. I've never called plays before. We can't afford to oh. take that yeah. chance. So he's got the run game. Okay, Laszlo says, come on, Phil, take a sip. Laszlo? Laszlo. Like, like Laszlo. Like Graham Laszlo? Kind of, yeah. Take Got a it. sip. I'll take a sip here. Ready? Why are you being so weird? <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. So, of course, is your first beer. I don't, yeah. I don't know why Laszlo did not think. Uh, I'm not sure why they thought I didn't drink the beer. Yeah. If, I mean, I've if you don't drink it, I'll, I'll drink it. I'll drink anything. Uh, Jill says, tell us you're reading the neutral zone ad off a teleprompter. Please. That was that's, not a that's teleprompter. memory. We don't have a teleprompter here. No. It's not in the budget, but maybe for next year. Maybe next year. We could have a nice a nice one. We got a backdrop. What more do people want? Uh, Eric, speaking of the prize, Matthew Nicholson has a pretty good question, a okay. fair question if you ask me. When will they do the drawing for the prize? Matthew asked that when, question? Yeah, Matthew. Matthew. In time for the holiday season, I think. During the show or no? No, 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 no not no. tonight. This is something that's going to go gonna, on for a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, we're going to advertise this uh, tonight many times. DenverBroncos.com slash podcasts slash neutral zone. We're yeah. going to advertise it now. Your chance to win a $100 gift card to the team store. And we're going to advertise it over the next few shows. Give yes. people a chance. I mean, sometimes our friends. A like I mean, Tom if, Magnetti, he might not be on Metambale's right now. What if not listening right no, now? No, Metambale's definitely listening. Okay. Metambale says, got stickers, huh? <laughs> when was that? <laughs> I don't know. I got some stickers. And then Metambale also says, uh, why are we so awful? Wow, Ben Swanson. Metambale. I like that. I like that he let that through. I mean, Phil, it is. I think in this business, Phil, you hear a lot of coach speak. You hear a lot of. Um, 
carefully formulated answers. Yeah. Today, Nathaniel Hackett said nobody thought it was going to be like this, and I thought that was a a moment of honesty, a moment you of you like that. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's true. Yeah. Like fans certainly didn't think it was going to be this way. I'm sure George Payton didn't think it was going to be this way. You know, we didn't think it was going to be this way, and I'm sure, based on you know Justin Outens at a was that a Nuggets game or an Avs game? Oh yeah, a Nuggets. So we're going to score a lot of points. Drum. <laughs> Not that one. Before, where he said we're going to score a lot of points. I think that was the that same. was the same yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. He said we're going to score a lot of points, and then he hit the drum hit the many drum. times. You've hit that drum. I've never, I've never been. You asked could be to. next. Maybe both of us could be. Yeah, the, they're like Maybe the host like from the neutral zone. Yeah, and they were like, it would be an honor. We're going to send a lot of stickers. It would doom, be an honor. Doom, doom. If anybody who works for the Nuggets is listening. We would love to do that. We would. We would be honored. Yeah. And we could maybe increase your chances of winning the $100 gift card to the yeah. team store. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Scoring a lot of points. Oh, yeah. Nobody nobody thought it was going to be like this, and I thought that was a moment of honesty that part of the reason this has been so hard is that the expectations, you know, when the West is up on the wall in the building, yeah. made T-shirts. I mean, the, the expectations were much, much higher, and that's why – you know, forget the win and loss record. It does feel like the most difficult season in a long, long time. Uh, Eric, one of the things we talked about on the uh, on Broncos post game live. Yeah, we were talking about With this and Todd Davis and Todd Nick Davis Ferguson. and Nick Ferguson. Uh, wow. Of course, I didn't have an opportunity to ask you this directly. Oh. Um, but I was one, one thing we were talking about was there's a sense of scrambling, trying to find an answer, trying new things, just trying to reach for just any possible anything that'll help do you get that feeling from this team that they're at the point they're they're at a loss for answers now they tried to switch up play caller they just like uh, uh they're sort of at a point where they're just like wait i don't know what to say yeah of course i mean i think you've i mean even the third down thing has kind of become like a i know it's not quite at the we've had a good week of practice but i think fans are starting to get to that point yeah but i mean at some point when you're losing all these games, especially when they're close and you feel, you know, Russell Wilson said during the week, it's felt like we've been in a good place. And then when you're not winning, I think it's just, you are like, do we change things? Yeah. You don't want to panic and change things for no reason because that disrupts the routine that football teams love to have and love to kind of keep. And, and so I do think they've reached the point where they're just, they're kind of at a loss. And so at this point, it's more about, can you do something over the final, what, six games? And we still got a third of the season to go, which yeah, is crazy. kind of crazy because it's almost, in terms of playoffs, it's meaningless. And it, so It is strange. Over these final six weeks, you've got to find something to suggest that this can be better in 2023. Otherwise, you're going to get to the end of the season, and there's going to be some tough questions. Yeah. Yes, there will be. A lot of people are wondering about – the head coaching position uh, uh, here. A lot of comments uh, piling up here. Thank you, Ben Swanson, for sending those uh, uh, over. Uh, no indication from anywhere inside the building that there's any change coming or anything like that, right? No, and I think you, you saw some national reports today from Peter King, from Mike Florio, that there's no uh, sense that an in-season change is coming. No. I do think people should realize and I know that this has gotten a lot of attention because there's a new ownership group, of course. Um, but people should be aware of how rare 
in some, season. an in-season move at this stage in someone's first year as a coach would be. Yes. It's almost unprecedented. Yeah. I mean, last year, Urban Meyer, obviously, but he had... A little bit of a different There situation. was a lot of different stuff going on there. Yeah. Other than that, you know, this would, I believe... If you made a change at this point, which obviously people are asking for from a fan perspective, I think it would be the third fastest dismissal yeah. in NFL history. And so that just, I mean, it's not common that this happens. And we'll no. see what happens at the end of the year. So I, I personally would like things to work out because, of course, one, we know how hard Nathaniel Hackett's working. There's no question about that. He's taken accountability for some of these things. And, you know, it. it Finally, it's just better for the team if there's not turnover year after year after year. George Payton said that before hiring Nathaniel Hackett that part of the issue is this team has had three coaches in the last, whatever it was, four or five years, and that makes it difficult to build. You can't draft to a particular scheme. You don't have a consistent message. It's hard to build a culture that way. And so the Broncos, for their sake, I hope, this thing can get turned around and you can at least have some momentum going into the offseason. But I think Nathaniel Hackett would tell you he realizes this is a results business. And also, he's not worried about his own status. He said again and again, and listen, Phil, we've been around for two coaches who the Broncos have parted ways with over the last five years in Vance Joseph and Vic Fangio. They got questions about their future. Those questions came far later in their tenures. Yeah. And I would say that with Nathaniel Hackett, he's faced them early. He's faced them often. Every week he's getting a question about, have you talked uh, with the Walton Penner Family Ownership Group about your future? Have you thought about your future? Is your future weighing yeah. on you? And every single time he said, I'm worried about this team. I'm worried about the players. I'm okay. I knew what I was getting into. My family knows you're signing up for this. And so, listen, say, say what you want about the success of this team, the lack of success, what they need to do moving forward. But I think you can also acknowledge and respect the way that he's handled this. Most definitely. It's not, a mean, t- it's not an easy situation. No. Uh, the difference, though, between Hackett and uh, VJ and Fangio is just obviously Russell Wilson. Of course, and, and with I'm not, that, I'm not saying that sort of creates a different atmosphere. I'm not saying that the fan like, frustration is not warranted to some extent, but I, I just think that fans uh, tend to tend to pick one guy and say this is wrong. Well, and I also think that it's a culmination of six years of bad football, and that if the Broncos had won the Super Bowl last year, and we were you know, three and eight, and yeah. this was going on. I think there would be a little bit more patience, but totally, fans have seen 2016 where you had a Super Bowl caliber defense and you ran it back with Trevor Simeon and it didn't work. Yeah, and they've seen two years under Vance Joseph where Paxton Lynch slash Brock Osweiler slash Trev, and then Case Keenum couldn't make it work, and then they saw the Joe Flacco, Drew. I mean, we fans have been through a lot been here a lot. over the last five or six years, and so. Part of the extreme frustration is that it's all led to this, and people thought it was going to be better. Back to expectations, people thought this they were finally going to get off this roller coaster, Aside. and it, it hasn't happened. It, and if the Jets make the playoffs this year, Eric, the Broncos will have the longest playoff drought in the NFL. That's right. Which uh, I mean, it's it's incredible to believe that, but it, it has been a, a long time since the Broncos have. I mean, most, played meaningful football in December. Most here. teams just luck into a playoff spot at some point. Yeah, exactly. And it's made harder, of course, because you have one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game right now in your division that you have to play twice a year. And so you're not gonna you're not gonna win the division at nine and eight the way that some teams are able to do. But still, uh, it's a 
it's a really tricky situation, and I, we Definitely. understand the frustration. Nathaniel Hackett understands the frustration. George Payton, Damani Leach, ownership. I mean, everybody understands why people are frustrated. Yeah, like Hackett was asked today, uh, hey, do you have a sense of what the fans are feeling? He's like, yeah. I think that it's – I mean, everybody knows there's expectations with this job. So, um, Jamie Merritt says, how about the Russell and Mike Purcell exchange? Jamie Merritt, thank you very much for that question. Uh, what do you think of that? I mean, I caught on video, appeared that Mike Purcell was walking to the sideline, turned his head, kind of uh, exchanged some words with Russell Wilson. Didn't really look like Russ said much. No. Mike Purcell looked fired up. Uh, after the game, Mike Purcell said just some frustration. We want to get things going. Russell said, All "Love." Yeah, Russell Wilson said he was saying, "Hey, we've got to get going." Russell agreed with him. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett said today that he heard the same thing and that he likes that passion from players. You yeah. want to see it? Um, I do think, in general, you know, we we talk about, or I talked earlier in the show, they got essentially beat badly for the first time, and you don't want to see that continue. So the emotion is good in that way. It just it creates a story because you didn't see that happen when the you know I think Tyler Columbus, a member of the Super Bowl Fifty team, tweeted, "You, you didn't see people go up to Peyton Manning." And yeah, do well, that. I mean, you're, yeah, even when Peyton wasn't playing well, right you in twenty fifteen when the offense was yeah. having some struggles. Yeah, I you know what it, you know what you think about, or at least I, this is what I was thinking about, Eric. I was like. Wow, it's amazing the camera caught that. But then I was like, well, what haven't they caught? You know what I mean? Who knows, like, if some of these things have been going on for a while now, if, they, if it hasn't, this just happened to be caught on camera. So that's the first thing. We don't, we don't know if, like, yeah. well, how Mike, much of that's Mike happened. Mike Purcell had just been penalized. He's just been penalized, And so he was yes. probably frustrated. Comes to the sideline, they're probably following him off the field. Yes. But but I was like – first I was like, gosh – Great that they caught that on camera, but also then I was like, well, I wonder what else they haven't caught on camera. So that was my first thought. But then, too, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't want your defensive player yelling at your offense, not just Russ, but even the whole unit as they're about to go onto the field. I don't think you want want that, but at the same time, some passion is a good thing. I mean, I don't know what you think. You saw an indie. When Peyton was there, he would go up and yell at offensive yeah. linemen. Yeah, 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 their own units. And yeah. they would kind of yell back. They'd get into it. But it was kind of the first sort of display of, I don't want to say division, but of frustration right. between yes. the offensive defense, defense. And listen, we, we truly don't know what was said. Um, yeah. Clearly, there was some emotion behind it. But yes. it is possible that Mike Purcell was just saying, hey, let's go. And he's a fiery guy. And, and Russ, saying, Russ knows they've got to go. Yeah. I don't think it's a – and, again, these are the things that if you're winning, they're not a huge deal. If you're losing, they get amplified. Um, Eric, would you say that Russ blinked in that situation or no? No. I don't think so either. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, the Broncos just – they have to find a way to be better in all areas of the ball. And um, Phil, yesterday was an example where, like, Mike Purcell and the defense, they had their own issues. Yep. So it's not like – it's not like the Panthers were being shut out and the, yeah. and Russ threw a pick and you're in that situation. Game. No. no. They I mean that that penalty directly re- led to an aggressive kickoff that led to a fumble. I mean there yeah. there were issues on both sides of the ball. So yesterday was not to be not a day to be pointing fingers and I don't think that's what was happening there. No, I don't think so either. Uh DZ. 
the number one priority should be to fix the offensive line to protect the quarterback during the whole game. And then Lane Roussel follows up and says, what's our biggest need on offensive line? You gotta, you gotta find a right tackle at some point here. Yeah, I think so. Um, Billy Turner not under contract after this year. Calvin Anderson not under contract. Tom Compton, who was a backup, not under contract. So, you've uh, you've got to solve that position. I would expect that would be something you heavily consider with your first round pick. Um, but Phil, I I also think it's not just about the offensive line. This team needs some playmakers. Yeah. And we talked about this last week, and I'll continue to reiterate it throughout the time until next season really is that so get ready for that the Broncos need so you look around the league and you look at some of these teams and the guys they have the Broncos don't have a ton of guys right now that scare you offensively they got to find a way to get one of those guys yeah they don't have like a guy you yeah. know like Pat Sertan is a guy yeah do you know what I mean but they need some of those guys on the on the offensive side of the ball that's what I think. Jerry Judy was supposed to be that guy. Yeah. Supposed to be a guy. Like Justin Jefferson, that's a guy. That's a guy. Devontae Adams? Guy. He's a guy. They need some guys. Travis Kelsey, that's a guy. That's a dude. That is a dude. Um, Dante Lucas says that defense is breaking down because they're playing 75% of every game after the offense goes three and out. Yeah, I mean, there, there's truth to that for sure, but... The defense also just gave up a lot of rushing yards overall. I mean, I don't have the play count in front of me, but this was not a game where the Broncos defense got worn down by the end and the Panthers got a late score to end it. No, no, no. This was a... Early on. Yeah, a a situation where the the Panthers just, they designed open passing plays. Yeah. Uh, The Broncos were lucky that a couple of those were missed. So, they, they, yeah, this was not a... uh, they were on the field so long, and it's a it's a ten no. three game. No, this no, it was not. Uh, this was not that situation. It's happened this this year, but this was not that situation. Um, Matthew Nicholson wants to know: uh, Would one of you two consider playing right tackle? The guy on the left looks like he could fit the mold if uh, put on some muscle. I think that's me. Well, you'd be on the right. you'd be on the right from the camera side. Oh yeah, so maybe you. Yeah, if I put on some muscle. If you put on some muscle, you could play right tackle. Is that Maybe. You've got the height that you want. I got some height. More like a guard. You're more like inside the quick. You get your hands on somebody. Yeah. You get those meaty paws. You, you get those on you gotta somebody. Push. You got to push. It's, That's really. Yeah, inside you push. And you get those big old paws. Yep. You get those on the on yeah. the defender, and it's game over. That's right. Me, I got the long arm. I, I got like the Randy Gregory. You do the... Yeah, and I do some of these. The defenders will be hand like, moves. And you'll be like, no. You'll yeah. Be like, yeah. Our good friend DeMarcus Ware, of course, taught good us friend. Yep. those pass rush moves. At the uh, pass rush summit. Von Miller pass rush summit. Yeah. Not and a we sponsor. wish uh, Von Miller all the yeah, best that's here. Tough. Hopefully that he. Uh, Poor Von. I think we were all watching on Thanksgiving. Sounds like he's going to be okay. I I think they're awaiting more tests. Oh, I, I, but I, I saw seven to ten days. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard that it wasn't an ACL, but they were going to do more tests. But yeah. I think some more news have come out. It's been a while since it's, the game. Yeah. You're up on all the latest stuff, you know. That's sort of what, uh, what I come to expect. Matthew Nicholson also says, uh, it'd be nice if these guys were a bit more buzzed <laughs> before the show starts. <laughs> Two to three Breck brews before. 
We could do that. We could. But they'd have to I hire a driving that. service. That's right. Also, maybe for the budget next year. Yeah, Ben Swanson, can you take me home? They said, okay, do you want a driving service or do you want to give the $100 out? Yeah, we're, we're all we about said our fans. $100. Is it the right time to... Uh, yeah, you want to bring it up? Yeah, it felt... If you're a member of Neutral Zone Nation, if you've got your card... If you're watching right now on the YouTube page. Yeah. You have a real opportunity here for something special. And that is to Let win Let me a, tell you, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, only right now, go do it now. It's Cyber Monday. If you if you log on in the next three minutes. Yeah, we'll double your order. No, no. For free. Just kidding. Just kidding. Maybe. Well, well maybe they could win a $50 but, gift card and then we'll double it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. In the next, about it in the way. next 30 minutes, we'll double a $50 gift card. You could potentially win it. All you got to do is go to DenverBroncos.com slash podcasts with an S. Podcasts. Slash neutral zone. Ben Swanson, just, he just typed a message to us. There are already 362 entries. But don't let that discourage no. you. Enter multiple because, times, I think. Yeah, I do whatever you've got to do. You can enter you know. a bunch. Maybe build a little code. It enters you all the time. <laughs> yeah. Keep what, what are you Sorry. laughing about? I got a funny comment. Okay, I got some well, com- funny comments. Are you done? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Enter the win. Yeah, and then we'll let you know who won in, in a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. And we got to give people an opportunity. Yeah, of course. It's kind of like the Taylor Swift uh, we're Ooh, trying to get. This is like a pre-sale a big, code. We're trying to get a big. Chance to win. Long. You got to say chance to win every time. Chance because to win. You can't yeah. just say enter and you'll get enter this. Enter to win. You have enter to, enter to, to win. win. But you don't just win it. You don't just win. No. But you have to enter Where would to you win. enter to win? DenverBroncos.com. Yeah. Slash podcasts. Yep. Slash neutral zone. Nailed it. All right, we'll see you there. Neutral zone, not the neutral zone. No, not. Oh, my goodness. That you don't would even. be a little too much. Do not type podcast no. slash the neutral zone. It takes you to. No, 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 no. Don't go to. No, 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 no. It takes you. You don't want to go there. Uh, Lazla wants to know, uh, or Lazla. says here, uh, Von Miller would come to our camp. We, we went to the Von Miller camp. Oh, he'd come to ours? He'd come to our camp of podcasting. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't know. Is that what our camp would be? Probably, and probably like how to have really nice hair and wear good quarter zips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, okay, yeah. this is how you get ready for the podcast. Yeah. We're both Italian, so maybe we could make That's some true. pasta. Yeah, we could make some pasta. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, we <laughs> exactly. Just, we do it's all my that favorite kind of side stuff. dish. Uh, Blair says, stop plugging the contest. My odds are going down every time you bring it up. <laughs> also, am I allowed to win? I don't, yeah, I that's th- a good of question. Course. Yeah, Blair, we're not worried we about pull, we're not worried about things like eligibility. We can't pull strings. It's Phil all I, a random. Phil and I both entered too. It's an automated system. <laughs> ben Swanson put his name in there a bunch. He's stuffing the yeah. ballot box. Yeah. Troy Booker says all the world's problems are solved at the brewery. That's true. You have a couple of these One juicy way or juice, another. juice drops. Juicy Drews, is that what you said? Juicy juice drops. Oh, God. Yeah. What was yours? A peak? Hop Something peak. about a peak. Hop. You got to get to the top of the peak. peak. Um, Brendan says, what are you guys looking for in the game against the Ravens? What are you looking for? Mark Horning says, do you truly think we even have a punter's chance? A punter's a cor- chance? A coreless Waitman. Is a puncher's chance? Oh, it says punchers. It says punchers. I thought it said punter. I thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to roast Mark Horning, but instead I got to roast you. It's kind of like it's like Christmas came early. I get a to use that chance. gift card a Sorry, bit Mark. earlier than I thought. Sorry, Mark. 
Don't chance. let's not. <laughs> yeah, do they have a Corliss Waitman's chance of winning this football game? Well, sorry, they have a long snapper's <laughs> chance of winning. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> do they have a chance? <laughs> I don't know. This is Phil. I looked at this game before the season started, and I thought this was the second most difficult game on their entire schedule. The Jags just beat the Ravens, though. They did, but and the Broncos beat the Jags. Whoa. So if you kind of transitive <laughs> property. Yeah. Well, there's that wheel where every team in the NFL, you can go around and be like, the Broncos beat the Niners, who yeah. beat this team. So That is true. Um, what do you think about it's that? It's going to be a tough test. The Broncos have struggled against Lamar Jackson in the past. Have they Have they faced him once, Phil? Just once, Lamar, right? Well, they two, last year they played Lamar Jackson. That's when Javante had that crazy run at home. Yeah. I think that's the only time they've played Lamar. Yeah, because the last time uh, Joe Flacco was still and there. Swanson, the last time any the Broncos, fact checks on that? The last time the Broncos played, I believe it was 2019 in Baltimore, that was Joe Flacco. It was a rainy game. Fact, early check, in the fact check wrong. That was oh, 2018. Joe Flacco 2018. was on the Ravens. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Uh, 2019, Joe Flacco was on the Broncos. Oh, okay, 2018. Yeah. Early, it was like week three. Yeah, week Bradley three, Chuck's correct. first sack. Yeah, Joe Broncos Flacco. lost. Rainy game. So that was they played in 2018. Yep, and then not and the again. The next I think time they played was last, last year, year in Denver. And Lamar, and they essentially said Lamar played it. Beat us with. They said we will not let you beat us with your feet. And Lamar threw it all over the threw yard. Threw it all over. That's all over the yard. The pitch. That's right. Big soccer game tomorrow. Big soccer game coming up tomorrow. For the We're US hoping that uh, the U.S. can get a result. Well, you don't just need a you result. Get, you, you need a win. Yeah, not just any result. No. No. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I think this game's going to be really tricky. I won't lie to people. Lamar does things on offense that's it's hard for anybody to stop. The Broncos he, have had uh, some issues with mobile quarterbacks. And it's just the, the Broncos have had trouble scoring on anybody. So, uh, man, crazier things have happened, but this, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, Ryan Johnson says, uh, what do you think uh, the Broncos should target? Who, what area should they target uh, in the draft? Yeah, we talked, says, about, uh, talked about this a little bit. Also, uh, Ryan Johnson says the first round of shots is on him. Thank you. Wow. We need it. Um, we all need it. Yeah, again, I think right tackle and, and wide receiver, to me, are, are what stands out. Yeah. I think, I think those are areas that just would immediately give this team a little bit of a boost here. Okay, and then it's uh, – Time to wrap up here. Matthew Nicholson's asked Metambali, how do we get one of those stickers? Are they free? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Email uh, neutralzoneshow at gmail.com with your address. We'll send one to you. We'll send Matthew uh, Nicholson. Send Ben Swanson there. It looks a lot like this. (laughs) It looks exactly like that, It looks very similar. Very, very similar to this. It's kind of nice. Really nice. Um, and then the last thing, uh, maybe before uh, we say goodbye. Two last things, here. that's fun. This is the last thing before <laughs> you say goodbye, sorry. Uh, do you two have any uh, off-season vacations booked yet? Who is that from? This is from Matthew Nicholson. Matthew Nicholson. Yeah. Off-season vacations. We don't go any, on vacation. Any Bronco folks. vacation packages available? We'd love to take a cruise with you guys, if that's a thing. <laughs> that's that funny, there actually, there actually the was a Broncos cruise at one point, wasn't there? Yeah. With a long water. Yeah, we were not invited. We didn't have a punter's chance to get on that. No. Yeah, they said your swim trunks were too small. Yeah, yeah. They said there was children, and uh, 
We can't, yeah, we can't <laughs> risk it. Yeah. No, uh, Phil, I, I think we'll have our normal coverage. Maybe yep. a senior bowl. Maybe some we go combine. straight into the draft. The draft. Yeah, we, we get ready. That's right. A lot of, maybe you'll do some back home. We, uh, we like to stay ready so we don't have to get ready. That's true. That's sort of one of our of course. guiding principles on that's this true. show. So, All right, well, I think that's going to do it for us. I think so. As we like to say, we're here every Monday from five, exactly 5.30 to about 6.15. That's right. And it's about 6.15. Sorry, we got to go read some, uh, so some form goodbye. entries. It's getting wild here wow. at the, at the brewery. Getting, uh, I believe that it's uh, there's some sort of a party going on. They are chanting Ben Swanson's name. Yeah, they said give us Swanson. Yeah. That's what all the people want. We can give them up that easily. Uh, before we say goodbye, I did promise a shout-out to Ike. Oh, our guy Ike. That was something that was promised before we said, wow. before we started the show. So, Ike. Shout-out to Ike. Yeah. We'll keep, be, keep doing those hype videos, Ike. Yeah. We'll be back on Thursday to get ready for this Ravens game. Yep. Uh, but until then, we're going to sign off here from Breckenridge Brewery's Farm Home in Littleton off of uh, Santa Fe and Brewery Lane. Brewery Lane. Behind the scenes helping us out here, Ben Swanson, of course. Trying out for podcast supervisor. The main man. Yeah, and also Amanda Gerlach. Yuck. Getting us up on the air. So thank you to those two. For Eric Dalala, I'm Phil Milani. You've been listening to The, the Neutral, Neutral Zone. Zone.